Previously on Newsbreak, Lotus FM. Oh, I like all kinds of music. I'm, uh, I listen to everything. Remember, I have a, a young 20-year-old at home. One at home now is listening to all kinds of things, including Kwaito and all kinds of music, and I love it. And she thinks I'm absolutely crazy right now because I really like Maskandi. I think it's a fantastic type of music. So I like Johnny Clegg. I like local music. I think music is what makes me feel peaceful. This Maskandi lover grew up in Asheville in Durban. She was the youngest of three children. She was a free-spirited young lady who came from a modern family. Inspired by her late parents to prosper and bloom like the flower she has become, Anshu shares her childhood and brings us closer to the type of parents she had. I think it was this family that gave me these values and brought us up basically on a diet of community service and helping those who I need. I think as long as I can remember my childhood, that is what my parents did. Either helped family or members of the family to be educated, people who were in need, who needed literacy. My mom used to teach women who couldn't uh, read and write. And that is what I was surrounded with as a child. And of course, I came from a modern family in that my parents never, you know, separated uh, the boys from the girls. I could do anything I wanted to. Good things girls in my generation didn't have opportunities to do because my parents were very liberal. It never stopped me from engaging in any activity I wanted to do. Being a woman in the male-dominated technology sector has not only been an uphill battle, but also a learning curve for Anshu. She has excelled in this field, going on to receive the South African Woman in Science Award. This, for her, was a lifetime achievement. She says challenges were always there, but she never let anyone pour water on her fire. I think women in any position now, you know, we live in a very strongly patriarchal society. And I can tell you, in an all-male world, It's not easy. You have to be constantly inspired. And I think it's inspiration that keeps you going. And you must never be afraid. I never felt different from many of the other men I was working with. And I I suppose it's because of my upbringing. I was never, ever afraid to challenge a man or to say, I disagree with you. And when you ask women, why aren't you in engineering? Many of the women said to me, are we kept out or we get low-level positions in engineering firms? We are not believed. People don't believe that we are capable. And it's generally men who don't believe. And sometimes even women say, I've often been criticized for saying this to my women friends and my women sisters when I say, don't complain about men because you raised them. And I still stick by my guns because women do raise those men and those ogres sometimes. They never come out to say, you are wrong, son. You know, we need to stop and think about how we raise our children. Having also done her master's and PhD in criminology, Anshu gained more insight into gender-based violence and became an advocate of empowering the abused. She and close friend Judge Navi Pele brewed and stirred ideas of tackling the issues women were facing. Seeing that the government of the time had no solution, they left the back seat and were at the forefront of fighting this problem together. During my years at university, and particularly when I was studying for the master's degree, I was working with children who were in contact with the law, juvenile, as they referred to them then, juvenile delinquents. And in my interviews with these kids, I often heard things like, 
oh, we slept outside last night because my dad came home drunk and he beat us. And these things remained with me because I never saw that in my home. And at the same time, my friend, Navi Pillay, who was doing her PhD at the same time as me, we were both doing some research, and we were in contact and we said, when we come back, we've got to do something about this. We can't just know about it and be outraged by it like we are now. We're back there, just outraged about it. What are we doing about it? It really made us think, and of course we were doing this in the deep dark days of apartheid, so naturally government wouldn't help us, but we weren't going to stop at that. We were going to still badger them. With the way things have been in the country recently, this woman with a purpose fears only one thing. Such a beautiful nation. We've come such a long way. We mustn't destroy it. Uh, let's think about everybody. Let's share. And, and I think that's what I have to do. We have to ensure that everybody gets a piece of this beautiful country and that we have no poverty left in this country. And poverty, I think, is what is going to kill this nation. And, and the reason that's going to happen is because there's so much corruption. There's so much happening. There's so many new jobs that we can do, so many new skills that we can teach and learn. Professor Padayachi has written and published in the areas of higher education, criminology, women's studies and higher education research. After accomplishing so much, Anshu still wishes she could do so much more. Oh, there's lots more. I would just love to see this beautiful nation of us, this beautiful country. I mean, I've traveled all over the world and I've never seen such a beautiful country like this. But for now, she enjoys her life as a working mom with biological children and one adopted 20-year-old as she continues to give happiness and guidance to her family. Have some keys in Durban. News break. Lotus FM, powered by SABC News.